Parshas Nasai Tovshin Pei. As the world's events unfold around us, we are experiencing the continuation of the COVID pandemic and its ramifications, as well as the riots, protests, and its ramifications that are going around that are going on in the cities around us. And if I look back and I recall the last Drosha that we said in Shul before we closed down, Parshas Kisisa, we quoted from Rabbi Ruchim, who says that at the end of days, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to break down all of the things that people rely on, that have bitachin in, in order to show that there's nothing else in this world but HaKadosh Baruch Hu to rely on. And Rabbi Rucham said, finances and health, and he even said in Ruchnias, Torah and Tefillah will be taken away from us. Everything that we rely on, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to shatter and to rip apart in order for us to come to the Hakara that there's nothing to rely on but HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that was referring to the health situation, referring to the financial situation. And this situation with the rioting and the protests is just a continuation of the same Yesaid. We thought that we could rely on law enforcement. We thought we could rely on politicians or on government. We may even thought, have thought that we could rely on Seichel Hayasher, on people thinking in a grounded way, in a rational way, in a non-hypocritical way. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu has shown us over the last week that we could rely on none of them. Not law enforcement, not government, not politicians, and not on Seichel Hayasher. It's a continuation of Rabbi Yeruchim's Das Torah of what is going on. Ein lanu And Baruch Hashem, we live in a Medina Shel Chesed for many years now. And we've enjoyed the protection of the government. Enjoyed the protection of law enforcement. However, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is reminding us it's only because HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted it to happen. And in a moment, HaKadosh Baruch Hu could pull the rug out from under us. Rachman litzlan. We need to remember, But I want to point out something else. In this week's parsha, Parshas Nasai, Chazal tell us, Anyone who sees a Saita in her denigration, being disgraced, exploding in the Beis HaMikdash, Yazir Atzmei Minayayin, He should think about what wine does, it brings to frivolity, it brings to doing Averas like this Saita, and therefore he should make a Geder for himself, and make a Neder to become a Nazir, and separate himself from what wine could do. And the question the Mepharshim ask is that he saw the Saita B'Kokula. He saw how she looked. He saw the effects of the wine, not the excitement of the desire and the Avera. He saw the outcome of the Saita dying a horrible death. 
Isn't that the greatest deterrent? Why does he have to make a gather of Yazar Atzmei Minayayin? And the Bali Musa explain it's true that at this moment he's disgusted by it, but the fact that he sees it and associates with this situation has an effect on him. And it has an effect on him that down the line perhaps it won't be so bad anymore and he thinks he could get away with it and he thinks it won't happen to him. And although at first it was shock, at first it was the greatest deterrent, but if he doesn't make a gather to keep the, that lesson strong, chas he could also fall down the same rabbit hole. And I think that when we look around at the world around us and see what's going on, then our first reaction is, these people are chayas. Look what they're doing. It makes no sense. Look how they're acting. And we say, that's not us. That's not Klal Yisrael. We're seeing the world but it's not enough for us just to see it and be disgusted and be shocked. We have to be mechazik why we are different. We have to mechazik ourselves in what is different about us that we will not fall into that category of those rioters and looters. The Chazam Seifer on the Psukim of Birchas Kanim writes that the brachas of Birchas Kanim are all the toiv of Olam Hazah. Yivarechacha says Rashi Ba'isher should be blessed with riches v'yishmerecha and will be guarded. Perhaps your neighbors will be jealous of you. Your Hashem v'chunecha you'll be noisichain find favor in their eyes. Okay? So you have protected money. You have neighbors who are not jealous. But what about internally? A person wants to spend his money, a person wants to risk his money, wants to make more money. A person is not settled. A person, Hashem says, I'll give you personally shalom, tranquility, you'll be happy with your lot. Says the Chazam Zaifer, when you look at these brachas, it seems to be if you get all these brachas, you haven't made. There's nothing else. Says It's actually the greatest curse, Hamiduma Bracha, which is cloaked, which is this looks like a bracha, disguised as a bracha. Why? Because a person like this has nothing to live for. He'll spend his days and his money enjoying himself, having taivas ilam hazeh. But eventually, if you don't have anywhere to put your kaiches, if you have nothing to look forward to, to grow, to be challenged by, you're just here, settled, with all the desires of ilam hazeh, soif soif yimas b'chayov. He'll be disgusted with his life. And in Perkeyavis, the Chassam Seifer writes a similar thing. It's going to bring someone who is, has nothing to do, is going to go crazy. And a person who has, He has everything he asks for, everything he wants and desires, without any obstacles in his way, will be disgusted with his life. There was someone in his time, says the Chazam Seifer, who committed suicide. And he left a suicide note that said he had everything. But he had everything. He was so disgusted with the world and life. He had nothing to live for. He had nothing to wake up for. He had nothing to grow. 
and therefore he decided to kill himself. Says the Chassam Soifer, therefore it's really not a bracha. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu actually made part of the Metzius of a person, the Teva of a person, that a person is never content. A person internally wants to grow. A person wants to steig. A person wants to do more. And sometimes you look around and you see people who seem to have it all made. And yet they continue to take risks and they continue to invest their money and risk their money. Why? Maybe they'll make a few more dollars. They have so much money. Why would they risk losing it all? It doesn't make any sense. Says the Chassam Seifer, the Rabbanishon, put that in the Teva of a person. It's called Al-Karchach Atochai. You're going to be forced to live. Living means to grow. Living means to take risks. Living means to always yearn for more. Al-Karchach Atochai. No matter what you have, it's going to be Pashat. It's going to be Pashat. That you're going to continue to internally not be satisfied and want more and more. Because if not... The world would just go crazy. You'll be forced to live. Because yes, there are exceptions to the rule. Like this person who was Moiz Bechayev and committed suicide. But the Teva of most people is However, says the Chassam Soifer, if that's true, so what are these brachas of Birchas Kayanim? V'yasem l'cha shalom, you don't have that this is a klala nimratza. How is it a bracha? Says the Chassam Soifer. And he says, because that's in a person who doesn't have any spirituality in their lives. People who live for Gashmias, if they have it all and they have nothing to live for, nowhere to channel their chios, they will be mayas bechayav. But Klai Yisrael knows that all of Olam Hazah is only a means to an end. And even if we have it all, we're still going to grow. We're going to channel our kaychas into ruchnias, into Torah, into mitzvahs, into Havidus Hashem, into connecting with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We don't need Al-Karchach Atochai, says the Chassam Soifer. You know why? Because we have Uvacharta Bachayim. We choose to live. We choose to take our Kaychas and channel them into Ruchnius. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, for a Klal Yisrael who knows Uvacharta Bachayim, they could have called Tuvay Lamazah. Yivarechacha, Vishmerecha, Vichunecha, Vyosim Lechashalim. You know why that is a Bracha? Because as the Pasuk continues, Visamu Eshemiah B'nei Yisrael, Hashem charges the Kayanim, Teach my name to Kla Yisrael, Vani Avarchem, then I will bless them. This will all be brachais when they know that it's only a means to an end. Growth in Torah and Mitzvahis, Uvacharta Bachayim. For the rest of the world, it would be the greatest klala, and therefore it's al-karchachatochai. But we choose to live. We're not forced to live. We choose to live a live a life of ruchnias. And when we think about the world around us now, people who were unemployed, and they still had money in their pockets, they were given by the government, some of them made more money not working, than they made before working. 
They had it all, but yet there's this chius in them, this al-karchachatachai. There's this energy they need to do, to do something with it. Says Yitzchak to Esav, you'll have it all, but v'alchar b'chotichye, you're going to need to channel your life, your tichye somewhere. It's either going to go into something constructive. If not, it's going to be al kharbacha. It's going to be destructive. al All of this energy, pent-up energy, has now brought great destruction. But we, Kalal Yisrael, what's different about us? Because we also had batala, and we also had the money in our pockets, but we continue to channel our kaychas into shiurim, into chesed. So many innovative ways people came up to do chesed with other people, to bring taira to other people, to strengthen our davening. It wasn't easy. It was very hard. However, that's where we put all of our kaychas immediately in connecting with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We were uvacharta b'chayim. And that's what separates us from them. That's what separates Kla Yisrael from the Umas Ha'ilam. They're almost not at fault. It's al-char al-kar-chachatochai. That's what happens when you don't have uvacharta b'chayim. That's what we need to remind ourselves. Not just to see them b'kilkulam, but to remember the difference. That we could have kol tuvailam hazeh v'yosem l'chashaloim and it will not be a klala. It will not be our downfall because we focus on uvacharta b'chayim channeling whatever kaychas we have, whatever resources we have towards growth and connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That is how we're supposed to look at the world around us. Be who we are. Look what we've done over the last few months as it was so hard. Look what we've accomplished. How much Torah, how much Tefillah, how much Chesed, Uvacharta Bachayim. And we cannot let it go to the wayside in the situation we're in now. In the original COVID, when we were all locked up, there were tons of shiurim going on. No one had anywhere to go. You were on your computer. You had shiurim. You had davening. You had all different types of things. Now as the world opens up, we're sort of in a gray area. We're sort of in a middle land, in a no man's land. We're coming to shul, but we're not staying very long. We're not learning in shul. We don't have a chavrusas the same way, but we are going out. And it's very possible that many shiurim have stopped, including many of my own. People are going to Mincha if people have other things to do. It's not the same way it was before. But we can't let go. Let's not forget that the only thing that separates us from becoming like they are now is our Torah, our Tefillah, channeling our Koychas towards Ruchnias. Let's be Mechazik ourselves as much as possible in this part of the situation. And Bez Hashem HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when he sees that we are Uvacharta Bachayim, he will bring a Yeshua from all of the different ways that this situation has brought Saris, whether it's in the health part of it, whether it's in the financial part, whether it's in this dangerous, rioting, looting, protesting part of it. HaKadosh Baruch Hu should bring the Yeshua. We will have understood who we are as a Klai Yisrael. Uvacharta b'chayim. That is who we are.